you're listening to the Fearless Business Podcast. You're in the best place to learn about how to grow a business, get more clients, and make more money without fears and limitations, all while having fun in the process. Robin Waite is the founder of Fearless Business, a business accelerator helping coaches, consultants, and freelancers double their income and more. Now here's your host, Robin Waite. Welcome back, everybody. It's the next episode of the Fearless Business Podcast. I'm your host, Robin Waite, the Fearless Business Coach. And today I've got a very esteemed guest with me in Stefan de Vries. Uh, not only is he, he a, a fantastic mentor and coach himself, uh, and partner on several programs, uh, but also he's taken a big, bold step, which I'm going to drill him about later on, uh, in terms of moving from Belgium uh, all the way down to Spain, Barcelona, which is quite exciting. So, And there, there was some quite interesting stuff, which I think came out of that move isn't there Stefan so we'll definitely chat about that later on but welcome to the show thank you thank you Robin uh, absolutely a lot of stuff to talk about about the move everything that has happened until now so yeah thanks for having me on man my pleasure so um your thing is all about communities um h- how did you get into sort of community building and what are the upsides to you know if anybody is interested in building out their own community what can they expect to benefit from it yeah so when I was looking at like really what I wanted to do since I've been transitioning a lot the last couple of years. Um, but since the start, I've always been into building communities. I've built a basketball community community since 2003. So prehistoric times, pre Facebook, pre everything. But that was the thing that was needed back then to bring people together to talk about basketball. And all these years later now, when I was, as a coach, I was teaching people how to run business and improve systems and this and that. But what I saw time and time again is that once they are going through a program, and once the program stops, they're like, again, left by their own. So they need to keep figuring it out by themselves. And for me, it's like, why? Why don't we just keep them, keep everybody together, create a really good community around the topic, building a business. Since COVID hit, everybody's gone online. Everybody needs to, to start something new, to find some new way to, to get income. And a lot of people start businesses and you have to go through a whole list of things that you need to set up, you need to learn, you need to, you know, there's a lot of stuff come and come that needs to happen. And I've learned this the hard way. I've gone through programs as well. And time and time again, you start a program, you're excited, you're part of a community, and then you're out of the program and you are you're out of the community and you're back on your own. So from my time with this is basketball, the basketball community, and this is, was something that I now, again, go back to creating community because I feel like that's what people really need, especially in these days. Even if you're online, you think you're connected to a lot of people, but actually you're just on your own all the time. So it's really important to have that kind of connections with the same kind of people. And that's why I thought like, okay, I've always been good at bringing people together as creating a basketball community, but also like a coach 
bringing together a team, it's always the same principles. You need to bring together good people, bring them together and let them play in a, in a cohesive way and creating that community. You know, that's in every sport, uh, in every culture, everywhere we look around us, we create communities. So the same thing I feel should be done online. And here you have Facebook for sure. You have the Facebook groups, which are a part of a community. But it's it's much more than just that, I feel. You have to do much better than just creating a Facebook group to in order to say that you have a community. It's, well, it's much one, more there's far too many distractions on Facebook to actually come yeah. people's interest and attention. Yeah, exactly. And again, there as well on Facebook, once you create a Facebook group, it's just about that person, that business, that program, that whatever. That is that the community is revolving around. You know, it's you're either in there and you are connected to the program, the coach or, or the person, or you're not. So you have again a lot of different islands. I would say they all have their groups and everything is a community, but there's nothing really interconnected. And that's why I. I really came with the idea with Titanology to create something that is a community where not, all, not, not only everybody's welcome, but where I also want to bring together a lot of experts like you, like other people, which have their own expertise and which we can share with other people as well. And that is, for me, more valuable than just creating a group for each of those separate things. That's what I feel. Do you know, it's, it's something, I mean, one of the um, sort of core values which we have at Fearless Business is it's all about community. That's like our number one core value. And the reason for that is um, really what it comes down to is, I mean, there's a lot of rubbish in um, Think and Grow Rich, but there's also some quite good stuff in there, especially when he talks about the mastermind effect. And having mm. that, I don't believe that, I, well, I certainly don't know everything. I, I believe that I want to surround myself by people who are, the, the, who are smarter than me, um, you know, because I, it, it's that um, variety of different ideas, like pooling of ideas that comes together, which actually is what challenges people. It gets people to step outside their comfort zone. And that's where growth really comes from. Mm. And there's so many coaches I find uh, who are very insular. They they hang on to their one-to-one mm. clients because they think it's all about them. And I'm mm. like, actually, you're limiting your client's potential by h- keeping them all, all at arm's length from one another. I, I found with Fearless, we, we got much better results when we actually pulled people together into that community and made it a group program. And yeah, there, there are things which you're going to lose from that. Yes, sometimes you do need to go kind of quite deep on a one-to-one level with a, with, a, with a client but the reality is that the upsides are so much greater by having that community yeah absolutely absolutely there's nothing like having a community you see it all around the world I mean even when I'm just moving here to Barcelona and and here there are a lot of digital nomads a lot of entrepreneurs a lot of startups but even in a setting like this people are looking for each other People are, are looking to create communities because that's actually what we need as human beings as well. We need that connection. Uh, we can all say that, that we'd rather be on our own and then we, we start our own business. But in the end, we need each other. You need, you need a mentor. You need a coach. You need people that know more than you know or that are five steps ahead of you that can help you out. 
So you need to find those people. And that's why a community of like-minded people is so huge, is so important, online or offline. Yeah, it's, it's something that for me as well is even sometimes more important than, than trying to sell my own stuff. I'd rather create something, a community where I can bring people together and each has its own expertise and I can help somebody by connecting them to these people, to these other experts than me pretending to know it all. You know, I could say, yeah, I can help you with everything for sure. I'll just read a book here, take talk to an expert there and I can help you. But why go through all of that? And not just connecting the people with the right kind of people, you know. Yeah. And it's true what you say. I think also in the coaching world, there's a lot of ego sometimes that, that plays a role when where they try to just keep the, the community as tight as possible. And then once you start looking at somebody else, they feel offended because why are you looking there? I'll, I have everything here. But I mean, it's up to the people, it's up to your customers to, to decide what they want. And if you try to limit them, I think they will be much more inclined to go somewhere else than if you would create that environment where they don't even need to think about who should I go to? No, you just know the person, you brought them in, in your community. So you say, hey, go to this person. I know him, I trust him, he got good, a good program, just go with him. And the person that you are helping is actually helped and they're still in your community. They don't need to leave per se, you know? And that is for me more powerful than any other program or, or, or small group thing that, that could exist. So that's why it's something that I'm trying to build now. So what what are your what are the core pillars of sort of technology built around? I mean, is it is it um, obviously the community is a major part of it, but what else goes into sort of um, building up enough trust with that group of people to be able to start to get them to branch out and do joint venture partnerships and to do you know various various things like that? Yeah, and, and this is one of the biggest parts of technology is creating those joint ventures. Because it's important, and, and this I want to give to, to the audience as well, if you're looking for quick wins, if you're looking for creating a lot of business as soon as possible, then joint ventures is the best thing that you can do. Why? It's because you're tapping into the audience and the expertise of somebody else as well. If you can create partnerships with somebody that already has some kind of an established business, that connects to your core values and your identity, then it's much easier to also benefit from that. Of course, you have to give and take, you know, you can all, not only just take, take, take. So with technology, I do the same. I create joint ventures. I reach out to people that I like, that, that I feel that have the same identity, the same values, um, but they have something, they have knowledge that I do not have, right? So my core pillars for technology is community, first of all. Second of all is having a group of experts, right? The Titan masters, I call them. A group of experts that people can tap into, right? It's like um, 
um, a web of coaches, a web of experts that I have. And for anybody that comes into Titanology, they just pick whatever they want. Because building an online business, there's so many moving parts, right? You got branding, copywriting, you got mar marketing or sales or operations systems, whatever it is, there's so much to do out there to build a sustainable, a good business. So it's important that you get the right pieces at the right time. But the only person that really knows what they need at the right time is the one that's building the business. Because sometimes you need more marketing than sales or the other way around, or more copywriting, more branding, anyway. So besides the networking where you can talk to other business owners, you have that, that network of experts that have something that you can use so you can pick and choose. And then there's also the more intense mastermind where we bring everybody together. So you join the mastermind, you follow the group sessions, you get the experts on the phone, you get the coaching that you need, and you can also do more peer-to-peer -peer accountability than you would have in a, in a normal uh, community, let's say. So it's a more deep dive into all the content that is out there that is available on Titanology. So those are the things, community, you have then the experts who have some courses, some, some information on there, which you can pick from, or you go really deep into the mastermind, and then you're getting engulfed in everything that you need to build your business. Um, and that's, that's the core idea of Titanology. But the basics is really, for me, is creating something with other people, creating joint ventures, which again has much more value sometimes than just trying to look for other or for new customers yourself. Because joint ventures is, is important. Again, also creating network, creating relationships, creating community. That's also a part of it. So yeah. if, there's, if there's one thing that I would say to people is stop trying to do everything by yourself or trying to reinvent the wheel all the time. Stop thinking that you know it all and start to look for like-minded people like Robin, for example, that knows a lot about uh, pricing and, and packaging and all of this stuff that, that surrounds the business as well and connect with these people and try to build something together that can be much bigger than just doing it by yourself. Well, I'm glad you did the plug for Fearless Business. And I, didn't <laughs> so I appreciate that. Thank you, Stefan. Um, you didn't obviously didn't start out life in, the, in sort of the community space. Or, I mean, I know you mentioned you did it for sort of one of your, your hobbies, you know, around the basketball side of things. But one of your key things that you do is around helping CEOs to scale their businesses. So tell us a little bit more about that. How did you get into that? Yeah, basically because I've been in corporate for over a decade, right? I've seen it all. I think I've seen it all in corporate business and how they run the stuff in there. And I was a bit tired of it because they are so slow and you can implement a lot of things. You can help them grow. You can help them systemize things. But the decisions that are being made on corporate level also slow. It wasn't fun anymore. So when COVID hit, actually, I had to make, it, make the, the transition anyway. So I decided to go into um, a marketing agency, just creating, creating a marketing agency myself, because 
almost 15 years ago, I created my own web design uh, firm. Then I had a computer store. So I had a lot of things going on. But then I, I found that digital marketing is really a good space to be in, to create, create something new. And I started this with a business partner. But after a couple of months, we pretty much hit like already a roadblock where we couldn't do it all. We needed help. Um, our systems weren't on, on point. Uh, we were really looking at people. We had the knowledge, but we didn't really have the right kind of systems in place. We didn't really have the way to scale the business. So for me, then with my knowledge of the corporate business. This is something that I wanted to install in our marketing agency. But I figured that I'm not the expert in marketing, but I'm more the expert into systemizing things and creating uh, or helping others out, which I have always done. So for me, it was more a natural transition into helping other businesses grow and scale their company with the knowledge that I have, right? instead of again doing it myself and maybe that's the thing and throughout my my life where i'd rather help pe people do it than do it myself sometimes so <laughs> what are some of the you've probably seen ceos making quite a lot of sort of really dumb mistakes i mean what are the, what are the what are the stupid things that you know business owners commonly do the biggest the biggest thing is what what i just told is like don't do it by yourself you know start delegating or start creating a team around you. And if, if you don't have money for creating a team or adding more people to your business, create those joint ventureships, you know, don't try to do it all by yourself because one, there's only so much time. So you cannot create more time. Even if you would want to do it all by yourself, there's just no way you could do it or you would not sleep at all. I don't think anybody wants that. And, but also, yeah, it's, it's tough to see people just trying a lot of different things and, and being an expert in one thing, but not having the, the knowledge in other things and just hoping that the other thing will figure it out by itself or it's not important, right? It's all equally important as, as like marketing is as important as sales as is important as finance as operations all of these things but if you don't have like the whole foundations laid out or at least have some help building them out then you're building a business on top of a swamp almost you don't have the foundations in place like i always talk to people about delegating um delegating responsibly not delegating responsibility because i see too many business owners who haven't done that bit of planning work, you know, mm. at the start. And they go and they think, oh, money will fix this. So I'll just pay somebody else to do it when they haven't really got a clear idea about what it is that they're outsourcing in the first place. Yeah. Um, and, and not measuring it. They're, they're paying all this money out and they're not actually working out whether they're getting some kind of a return on that investment. So I just see people mm. throwing so much money down the drain unnecessarily. And, you know, part of your process is about making sure that you're also kind of analyzing you know, what's working, what's not working, and pivoting mm -hmm. at the right point. Yeah, the agile, pro the agile principles, right? Being as agile as you can, especially if you're a small business, you have to be agile. You cannot expect something to, you cannot try something for three, four months 
and then looking back and oh it didn't work now what you know you don't have the luxury of time you have to be able to do quick tests get quick feedback and adapt and pivot if you see it's not working right don't get stuck in it has to work it has to work because other people make it work well you're not other people if you keep comparing yourself with other people you will always fall behind. You have to just look at where you're at right now, where you came from, and just where you want to go. And it has to make sense to yourself. So for me, the marketing agency did make sense. So I didn't wait a year, two years until I thought like, oh, this is really not for me. I quickly made the transition, just like I started coaching. And then I started like, okay, the community is a huge part for me. So I switched to more of the community side as well. So it's just keep iterating yourself until you really have found something that sticks and that, that really works. And then you have to double down on that, right? So being agile is super important for sure. Yeah, very, very wise words there. We're coming towards the end of the interview, Stefan, already, believe it or not. It's been um, 20 minutes, so uh, I'd like to kind of wrap things up sort of around the 20-minute mark. But um, what, what it, what's next for Titanology? What are you working on at the moment? So basically, we keep building Titanology. Uh, every week, we have live sessions, so free live sessions that you can follow about copywriting, branding, uh, Google Ads. We have, um, we have all different pieces that you can use as a business that will come across the next couple of weeks. And we will put those all on Titanology. It's free to join. You can have all the information. And once we have to get, once we come together as a, as a community, then is the next step is really to get into more of the mastermind to really get the help to build that foundation to keep scaling your business towards God knows what. <laughs> whatever whatever the business owner wants to achieve whatever you want yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> and the website address for that i think is if i've got this right titans.titanology.world is that right yeah 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 that's correct excellent and obviously you can go and connect with um stefan on twitter and linkedin and instagram as well yeah uh, stefan stefan de Vries, uh we'll obviously um, pop some links to those in the show notes as yeah. well stefan. Um, right, we're going to wrap things up now. We're going to jump into the Fearless Business Time Machine, Stefan, and we're going to go back to a particular year. Oh, we didn't really learn much. Maybe we'll have to come back and, and chat some more. We didn't really learn about sort of your early days and how you got into business in the first place, actually. That's That's sort of, before, so we, before we wrap up, why don't I ask you that? How did you get into this? Um, after I graduated, actually, I really started out when I was 21. And quickly I became like the head of a web design, a small web design company, because there were a lot of, of movements and somebody asked me, do you want to run this? And I said, yeah, why not? Let's do it. <laughs> Always be like that. Like, do you want to, yeah, yeah, let's go. Do you want to move to Barcelona? Yeah, why not? You know, <laughs> just do it. And, and since then it's one thing after the other, serial entrepreneur and just trying to find whatever I, I like to do. And the thing that works, and this will be the rest line throughout my life, I would say, always trying to find the thing that, that I enjoy doing, that I love. I love building stuff, you know. I'm an entrepreneur. I think that's for everybody that's an entrepreneur. We love building stuff. And it's okay once you have built it to move to another thing. So, yeah. yeah. 
so we, so we will jump into the because I the way you kind of um, explain it, it sounds like it's kind of quite easy and comes very naturally, and you know, there's mm. never been any real big challenges or problems. So oh. I, what I want you to do is picture one of those challenges, those difficult decisions you've had to make, and I want you to come with me in the fearless business time machine. We're going to go back to that year. So what year is it, and um, what what message are you going to give to Stefan back in that year? Oh. <laughs> That's a good question. I would say go back to 2006, where I started my own IT company, an IT store as well. And I would say to myself, like, um, just go 200% into what you're doing right now. Stop the doubting stop relying on other people and make sure that that you have those foundations right so you can keep building it you're on the right track you have the good ideas now it's really about making sure that you keep the focus on the right things and execute yeah nice excellent well thank you stefan i really appreciate you joining us on the fearless business podcast today cool thank you robin for having me <laughs> Cool. I appreciate it. We'll make sure we share everything in the show notes, Stefan. Uh, I know you've got to shoot off now. Um, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. And uh, uh, listen, everybody, we've got some really exciting stuff coming up. So uh, uh, the 100th episode is um, uh, is uh, very, very close. I can't remember what number we're up to, but do listen out for that. We've got something special planned, folks. Uh, do come and join us um, and listen in on the Fearless Business Podcast for that. I'm actually going to be kind of talking about all of the things which I had uh, wish I'd known when I started the podcast, like everything that I've learned through uh, interviewing all of the guests that we've had on the podcast, recording 100 episodes, launching it and marketing and all sorts of fun stuff, stuff like that. So uh, do join us for that. Be in a few episodes time, well worth tuning into and we'll get those uh, that's going out live as well across YouTube on LinkedIn and it'll be on Facebook as well all at the same time. So keep an eye out for that. And obviously uh, you'll be able to listen to it here as well on iTunes and all sorts of fun stuff like that. So uh, thanks again, Stefan. Really appreciate your time. Take care. Appreciate it, man.